0: making history his story, Derek Izzy. You're listening to The Derek Izzy Show. Welcome back for a new month, brand new topic, and let's get it started. We are taking you back to February, 1886, in a town just east of Austin, Texas. A drunken man is causing a tirade. He has become extremely violent. He's beating the crap out of this woman. Somebody has to intervene. There are onlookers that are not stepping in, but the commotion does draw attention to the violent fight and the drunken man. Two police officers arrive on the scene. The drunken man had come out of the saloon, the owner of the saloon trailing with him. A police officer steps in. A nearby neighbor steps in as well. Three men ought to be able to control the situation. As they intervene to pull this violent drunken man off of this poor woman... The police officer gets out his handcuffs. He tries to subdue the drunken man, but it is no use. The drunken man overpowers him and pushes him away. The other two men intervene, and he fends them off as well. After being knocked down, the police officer grabs for his gun, and he fires, hitting the drunken man. The drunken man went down and did not recover. He hit the ground after a single shot. The bullet piercing his spine, he was now paralyzed. Unsure of the cause of this dispute between this man and the woman, the police weren't sure what they were investigating. The drunken man was taken for medical care, but with a bullet lodged in his spine, he would not recover, and the very next day, he died. What may have died with him is the answer to one of America's oldest unsolved crimes. A crime that you do not want to be convicted of is not serving a good dinner. When it's dinner time for the family, consider Blue Apron. You can get $60 off your initial order by going to DerekIzzy.com and clicking on the Blue Apron link. $60 off your first month of Blue Apron. Let me tell you what Blue Apron is. They send you basically meal kits. You've got pictures and step-by-step instructions on how to prepare everything. The food is delicious. And if you're not a cook, you will be after this. I use Blue Apron myself, and it's gotten me eating foods that I never thought I would eat. Average cost is about $10 per meal per person. It shows up at your door. You open up the package, put the ingredients in your refrigerator, and then when it's time to make a meal, you get out the instructions. Average meal takes 20 to 45 minutes or so to prepare, and you have delicious restaurant-quality food that an amateur can make. The step-by-step instructions are easy for everyone to follow. You can get the whole family involved. It's a good bonding experience, especially during quarantine. Everybody's around in the house. Put them to work. Let everyone contribute to making dinner. With easy-to-follow instructions and pictures, you will make delicious meals in your own kitchen with no waste. They send you the exact amount of ingredients that you need. And if by some reason you don't like something, like, for example, I don't like mushrooms, so when I have a dish that requires mushrooms... I just don't use them. I use all the other ingredients. There you go. Problem solved. Get your $60 discount from your first month's order. Go to DerekIzzy.com. Click on the Blue Apron link. Right now, there are at least 200,000 unsolved murder cases in the United States. Most of those are set aside as cold cases, and they may never be solved. But in the United States, about a third of all murders end up going unsolved. Some of these even get national attention. Some of the more famous murders that have not been solved, the murder of John Benet Ramsey in Colorado, that is yet to be solved. The Black Dahlia murder. And these are more recent times when we have a lot more creative ways of gathering evidence. The unsolved murders that I'm going to talk about today happened in the 1800s. The justice system was very different back then, and the technology to solve crime and track down criminals was fairly primitive. On December 30th, 1884, Molly Smith was found with an axe wound to the head. She had also been stabbed in the chest, abdomen, legs, and arms. She was a mess. Her body was found outside. Eliza Shelley, May 7th, 1885. She was found with her head nearly split in half by an axe. Irene Cross, May 23rd. Multiple stab wounds and another victim of the axe. While the early victims of this killer were... African-American women in servant roles. One of the more famous names of Austin, Texas at the time, author O. Henry, he noticed what was going on, and he dubbed this killer the Servant Girl Annihilator. Christmas Eve, 1885. It appeared that our Servant Girl Annihilator was becoming more brazen in his killing. This time, he expanded into killing white women, Susan Hancock, and then the same night, different location, 17-year-old Eula Phillips. Both were murdered by axes. This killer had also stuck a sharp object into the ear of 17-year-old Eula It went right through into her brain. Clara Strand, Christine Martinson, also murdered in 1885. Clara Dick was attacked by a man with an axe, but she was not murdered. She was able to get away. When Eula Phillips was murdered, her husband was actually accused of the crime. As was common for the justice system back in those days, All you really needed, and I compare this to our our public outcry today, all you really needed back in those days was a few people to think that the husband did it. When this case went to trial, the husband really didn't have a reputation of being a nice person. And at the trial, there was a footprint. Evidence was brought forward that a footprint was discovered from the murder scene and her husband Philip they took his foot compared it to the footprint and it did not match so here we have a footprint found at the crime scene left by the murderer the husband the husband puts his foot up to the footprint and it's shown that his foot was a completely different size than the murderer but the jury convicts him anyway it's very similar to the Salem witch trials that I talked about on a previous episode. Eula's husband, Philip, same thing. The people didn't like him, for whatever reason, and therefore he was found guilty, despite the evidence showing otherwise. Mary Ramsey, 11 years old, August 30th, 1885, and her mother, Rebecca, they were attacked. Mary, being only 11 years old, she received the brunt of the assault. She was raped, and then a sharp object was inserted into her ear, piercing her brain as well. All witnesses were able to say was that the killer was either white or dark-complected, or maybe he had yellowish skin. Witnesses all reported completely different suspects with completely different descriptions. Is it possible that the murders were committed by different people? Sure, that's definitely possible, and that's a theory that's been looked at. But the style and the way the killings were done definitely point to one person committing the murders. One of the suspects, a melee cook, he was working at a small hotel in Austin back in 1885, So he was right near the location where the murders happened. Then in January of 1886, he left, allegedly moving to London. So when this cook leaves, goes overseas to London, England, the killings mysteriously stop. And then what happens in England? Jack the Ripper attacks. Another unsolved crime. This melee cook, a strong suspect, having been in the area, and then the murders stop when he suddenly leaves to go to England. And then in England, murders start to pick up. There was a theory that the cook had actually been the murderer in Austin, the servant girl annihilator, and then went over to England and became Jack the Ripper. Is that possible? Yes. Yes. It is is possible, and there's some theories about it, but there is some evidence that points to someone else. During the course of this investigation, the police and sheriffs, they rounded up a lot of people. 400 suspects were rounded up, mostly African Americans, and these suspects were questioned, asked for evidence, put in jail asked for their whereabouts and the authorities did not get anything during the servant girl annihilation eight people were killed at least another six were attempted to be killed and the murders went on for one year 1884 to 1885 they are still unsolved to this day while a serial killer in today's world that makes the news And you'll hear about it everywhere. Serial killers back in the 1800s, well, that wasn't really something that people talked about. These murders made the local news in Austin, but they didn't make national news. In fact, the term serial killer didn't really exist back in the 1800s. So this was actually one of the first documented serial killer crime sprees. Even though it's unsolved we can pretty much attribute that at least eight people were killed by this servant girl annihilator. The axe being one of the most common, commonly used weapons in uh, murders back in the 1800s. But amongst the victims, almost all were struck with an axe at some point in time. A few of them were raped. And this killer would insert a sharp object into his victim's ears. As he grew and became more brazen, it didn't matter if there was somebody else in the house. He liked to attack his victims while they slept. He would creep into their bread room with his axe and just go to town. If somebody else discovered them and walked into the room, he would attack them as well. He wanted that victim, and he didn't care who discovered it, who tried to stop him, He was going to kill everyone in sight to get to his victim and to get away. The man who was in that bar fight attacking that woman that I talked about in the beginning of the program, he was also a suspect, one of the 400 who was questioned. He actually worked in close proximity to where the murders took place, but as he died the day after that vicious attack on that woman, he never stood trial as the servant girl annihilator. Eula Phillips' husband, James Phillips, when she was killed, he was actually attacked during the murder of his wife. And this did not go well for him at trial. When he was accused of murdering his wife, it looked like he had received defensive wounds from her. James was eventually let out of jail, and nobody else was convicted during this time, the case is still unsolved, but we do have slightly more information. So when that vicious assault occurred, the police, the saloon owner, and a neighbor intervened that resulted in the paralysis and then the death of one Nathan Elgin. An autopsy was performed, and while the bullet to his spine ended up killing him. Upon performing the autopsy, it was revealed that Nathan Elgin was missing a toe on his right foot. The footprint left at the scene of Eula Phillips' murder was missing a right toe. This damning evidence could have been used to solve the crime, but Nathan Elgin was already dead and could not be questioned about the other murders. Was he the servant girl annihilator? Probably. Could the murders have been committed by several people? That's possible. But after having looked at this case in depth and read the profiler data, the logical conclusion is that Nathan Elgin was the servant girl annihilator. One of America's very first serial killers because now you know the rest of the story thank you for listening to another episode of the Derek Izzy show remember write a five-star review on iTunes if you like the show tell a friend tell your family tell everyone and don't forget visit derekizzy.com where all the sponsors are listed take advantage of the deals that are offered exclusively for fans of the show This month's sponsor, Blue Apron, but you got to use that link on DerekIzzy.com. You get $60 off your first month's order. And that also helps the show out. It takes a lot of time and research putting these shows together, paying for the the platform and the broadcasting and the equipment, the studio setup, and all that is paid for by you. You, the listeners. You keep this show going By participating and writing reviews and visiting the sponsors, that's what keeps everything going here. So thank you for doing that. And please continue to tell your friends. Get them to go to DerekIzzy.com and take advantage of the sponsor deals. And until next month, good day.